0: Like you have to be so brave to go down this path and courageous because there's unknown, there's uncertainty. You don't know where you're going to end up. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to come up. So you have, you have to trust Welcome to the Wealthy Woman Podcast. I'm Lauren Francois, human design, mindset, and money expert. I'm a mom of two, entrepreneur for the past nine years, and six-figure earner. I help you, successful, ambitious women, create more success and wealth with more ease by using my unique approach to get you to think and operate in a way that's in full alignment with who you truly are and what you deeply desire. If you're ready to dig into, understand, and remove the blocks that have been holding you back from catapulting yourself forward, you're in the right place. Let's dig into today's episode. Hello, beautiful ladies, and welcome back to the show. It has been a hot minute since we have done a guest interview. I took some time off from guest interviews this summer, but guest interviews were a regular part of the podcast the first five months of this year, and we're going to get back into that. And Today, I have a super special guest that is joining me, Erica Gregory. And the reason that this is so special is because, well, number one, Erica has already been a guest on the show. She did a guest interview with me, gosh, I don't even know how long ago, but I went back and looked and Erica's podcast episode is my most downloaded episode of all the episodes that i've ever done erica your episode continues to grow like even though i think we did this episode over a year and a half ago um it just the topics that we talked about really really resonate with so many women and so i'm actually going to leave the link to that episode in the show notes so everyone can go back and listen to that episode after you guys finish up with this episode because What we're going to do today is we're kind of going to fill you in on what's happened in between, because it's been, I think, almost two years. And Erica and I, uh, when we recorded that episode, she had been working with me in a one-on-one mentorship for about six months, I think, at that point. And we ended up going on and working together for another full year. So she and I worked together one-on-one. For 18 months. And so a lot has transpired, and that work completed at the end of 2022. We kind of have, you know, both gone through a lot in 2023, and now we're kind of coming back together. And so we have some really, really potent things that we're going to dive into today. And Erica is going to kind of share her story, what has happened in her entrepreneurship journey over the last um, two years or so. So
1: Erica, welcome. Well, thank you so much. And I'm excited to be back and just talking to you, Lauren, because it's been so long, but also just so honored that my episode is the most downloaded of all of your podcast episodes. That's so cool. I feel so special. Um, But yeah, I'm excited to chat. I'm excited to catch up and just really talk about the things that I've been going through that I know you've gone through as well. And hopefully it just make someone out there feel a little more normal that this is stuff that we all deal with. Yes. So
0: I guess let's begin. Erica and my journeys are very intertwined. So we tend to go through similar things. i and to just sometimes go through it a little bit ahead of her and then and then she goes through it and so i've been able to really help her navigate it because i've personally gone through a lot of the things that she's gone through and she has taught me so much i truly believe that all of my clients teach me. I become better by coaching them, by mentoring them. They bring out things in me that I need to look at, things that I need to heal. And so it's this beautiful, beautiful relationship. And within my human design, I am really meant to go deep with people. Like It's it's my life purpose. Human relationships are a huge part of my personality and really breaking down barriers between People between thing the things that they desire and themselves and things that are holding them back, and so that's why I have always prioritized one-on-one work. And so this is Erica. You're the deepest, if you will, relationship because I what most of my clients I've worked with for a year. So Erica was a year and a half. So yeah. why don't you fill us in? The last episode mm-hmm. we recorded and. We were on a high, like it was, life was fantastic. You were earning, you had just had your first six figure year, consistent Mm -hmm. five figure months, working less, earning more, being present with your kids. Like I'm pretty sure that's why that episode is so popular because that episode is like the epitome of you can Mm -hmm. have it all. And I don't want this episode to be, you can't have it all because you can have it all. The purpose of this episode is really to kind of just take you guys through the ups and downs of entrepreneurship and of running your own business and the the challenges that can arise and the things that can kind of just knock you off your course so quickly. (laughs) And then how you kind of work through that and how you navigate that and how you can actually come out in a better place. Entrepreneurship really is, I feel like a, a journey into yourself. You learn so much Mm -hmm. about yourself as an entrepreneur. Yeah. So I'm going to hand it over to you. I'm going to let you kind of just dive in, fill us in on what has been transpiring over the last couple of years, where you're at now, kind of what you went through and we'll just make this super conversational you guys and we'll kind of bounce back and forth.
1: Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, there's so many different like seasons of my, my business and it's so um, what the one over overarching thing that I can say, looking back on, like I've been an entrepreneur for almost five years now and it is just not linear whatsoever there are so many ups and so many downs and like even when you think back like even when I think back to like 2021 where I I think of it very fondly like it was my first six-figure year I had trans or like pivoted into coaching full-time everything felt like looks looking back was like really fun and easy but I also know that within that year there were you know weeks where i was feeling really bad and down and struggling so you know it's just a very normal thing like that's that's my message here is like to normalize the the roller coaster of it all but to just catch everybody up um i yeah so i kept working with lauren um because i think what what the mindset work that you and i have done has gosh, transformed me and my business beyond anything. But what I thought I needed was someone to help me make more money. And I think this is where like things start to take a turn for like like a downfall, not a downfall, that's dramatic, but like a downturn, I guess. There was a lot of learning within this. So, but I, I went into 2022 thinking I'm gonna, I have to do this again Like there was so much pressure to have that six-figure year again, but not just to have a six-figure year, to make more than I did in 2021, right? Like I couldn't just do the same exact thing. I needed more, and that was like a self-imposed pressure. No one was telling me I needed to make more. It was all internally. It was all the message in my head. So what I did was I started to hire mentors who were promoting their services as something along the lines of i make x amount of money per month and now <laughs> i can help you do the same which in all fairness that's very powerful marketing and it's not necessarily like wrong or not ethical but because i've i've also heard of that i've also heard the argument that you talk- about money like unethical I don't think it's that far but I do think looking back on it it's fairly lazy there's so much more that goes into mentorship than than just how much money somebody can make and and I can say that now coming you know through all of this but yeah so I started hiring mentors left and right spending more money than I thought I would ever make um in mentorship because I was just like I don't have what it takes to make more. I didn't have that belief in myself. I needed to prove something to someone, you know, some elusive person that (laughs) I could make more money because if I didn't make more money, then I was a failure. Um, It was that simple to me. If I was not making more money month over month, then I was failing. So yeah, I think a lot of 2022 was that mindset. I got really caught up in that messaging and that pressure. And the thing is, is I made a ton of money last year. I made like, I made the money, but it was the, it was hard and it wasn't fun. And I was working more and I was putting my, like, I was losing sleep and none of it was the same as 2021, where it was just kind of this flow state where I was like learning and having fun with it and trying new things. Whereas I look back at 2022, made more money and had far less fun and actually was really stressed out about it. So, I mean, that's kind of the nutshell. we can, I'll stop there and we can go into more, but like that's kind of catching up. So then I guess so far in 2023 has been healing that and really like taking a step back from my business, healing a lot of the things that I've been dealing with, a lot of it having to do with that having to prove myself thing and then stepping back into my business fairly recently and having fun again, you know, cause that's, that's my measure of success now, rather than how much money I'm making. It's like, am I having fun? Does this feel fun? Um, do I want to do this because I'm, it's just not fun if you're just worried about money all the time.
0: <laughs> and I feel like If you guys have listened to this podcast, I've recently shared this story of what I went through in really like the majority of 2022 as well. And then the healing journey that I've been on since pretty much Q4 of 2022 and then into 2023. And I think this is so common. You guys, this is so, so Common. you get into business for a reason. And I've shared also that my reason, I mean, yeah, I like making money. Like I have been very blatant about that, very upfront about that. I teach on money, I teach on money mindset and I love money, but I think that there's a difference between wanting to make more money because you need to make more money because you need to prove yourself because you don't feel like what you've created is ever enough because you're watching the world and you're watching this little coaching bubble and you're seeing other women just make more and more and more and more. And so 2021, very similar to Erica, was this like very exciting, fun, flowy, year where it was like, we were focused on the right things. Like if you look back, like we really were, we were really focused on the right things. And when you're focused on the right things, business can feel really easy. And then in 2022, it's like we made this shift and we started to feel that pressure that I have to do it again. I have to make more. If I'm not making more, then I'm failing. If I'm not making more, other women aren't gonna wanna work with me because you see this messaging all over the place and it really starts to play with your mindset, with your mentality, with your emotions. And that's why I mentioned that entrepreneurship is really a journey of self-discovery. Like I would not be the person that I am today. If I was not an entrepreneur, I have, I believe I am a better person. I am a a thousand times a better person. I am more self-aware. I am more emotionally intelligent because of the work that I have done because of this business. And even in, you know, I'm, I'm better in my relationship with my husband. I'm better in my relationship with my kids. I feel like I'm a more empathetic person, uh, because of this journey, but that is because this journey requires a ton of inner work. If you really want to be successful, as an entrepreneur, you are going to dive into an inner journey and it's not going to be great all the time. And I think Eric and I can both speak to the fact that the last year has really been a journey inward and a journey of healing all of these things that started popping up when the pressure came. And there is this interesting thing that happens when you feel like you are needing to make more. And I did a whole podcast episode on this discovery that I had that I always was operating from a place of proving from a very young age. I, I pinpointed it back to sixth grade. Like I have, and as I looked at this, I noticed this pattern continuously throughout the years, up until this point of just needing to prove myself, needing to prove myself, needing to prove myself. And I actually just sent a voice message to one of the mentors that I hired last year. And this woman is truly phenomenal. And she was the one who really was the person who pushed me into this healing journey. And I remember specific conversations. I remember exactly what she said. I remember exactly where I was and words that came out of my mouth and words that came out of my mouth as to why I was doing what I was doing, Were I need to prove to myself that I can do it. I need to prove. I need to prove. I I need to prove to other people that I can do it. I need to. And that was my way of knowing that I was good enough because I never felt good enough just as I was. I had to prove that I was good enough. And the way I proved I was good enough was through work and money and success and achievement. And unfortunately, I think that's the case for the majority of very driven, ambitious women. And I'm not saying that that's necessarily a bad thing. That can serve you very well. It can. It served me very well through my life, up until that point, until it really didn't serve me. <laughs> yeah. and so I think that the message isn't that like you can't be more and more successful. You can't constantly be earning more. Money is bad. We all know that's not the message. The message is all of those things are fantastic, but you have to have a really solid, abundant foundation to begin with mm-hmm. in order for those things to come in a way that is healthy for you. And right and, and positive for you. Otherwise it becomes this really, really toxic
1: cycle and downward spiral, if you will. Yeah. I can definitely relate to that. I mean, the, the amount of inner work that I have done this year in therapy (laughs) around this proving myself or even just being loved for being myself without feeling, you know, like conditions on it, right? Like feeling unconditional love. Like I have, I mean, it's been truly eye opening and healing in a way that like, I never thought I would. And here, here's the thing I've done a lot of mine. I mean, I worked with you for 18 months. I've done a ton of mindset work. I have done a lot of it. And that there came a time where I was like, Hey, I'm good. Like I've, I've done the work. Like, but what I learned is that there's always more like, it's not just, it's like going to the gym or eating healthy. You can't just do it for a month and then expect to be set for the rest of your life. You it's a, it's a maintenance. You have to continue to like take care of your mindset because that is, Truly, I just sent an email out to my subscribers about how your mindset truly is your superpower. And so if you're starting, you know, every day and you're like, I have to make more money or I'm failing, if that's your thought, overarching like your overarching thought in your business, if I'm not doing this, then X, Y, and Z, it's just incredible, you're just incredibly negative, which turns, you know, into stress and pressure. And that just boils into so many other things. Like you can't have a healthy relationship if you're always stressed and there's always pressure on you. It's just not possible. It's just funny how this thing manifested into all of these other outlying problems in my, in my life and just shown a light on like all of the other things. Like it needed to happen. I'm grateful for it. It was the hardest thing I've ever had to go through. Just, I feel like what happened to me was I stopped trusting my own self. And I was trusting, quote unquote, other experts on the Internet that they knew better about how to fix me than I knew how to fix me and fix me and heal me, I guess, is the better term. But I I gave up. I just threw my hands up and and forgot about all the success that I had created in my life and that I have around me. I stopped being grateful for the things that I had because of what I have done and started giving my power away to other people. And that was incredibly dark because when you start to lose trust in yourself and then on top of that, you have this pressure of trying to prove yourself. It's like, there is no winning in that scenario. You're just basically following blindly to people that, you know, they're meaning well, but if you're not healthy, like if you're not healthy and you don't have a healthy mindset, the best advice in the world is never gonna land with you. You have to do the inner work. And so it's been just this deeper, darker place that ultimately I know, and I'm I'm still, you know, doing the healing work, but I ultimately know that that because of that darkness, the light will shine brighter on the other side. Like that's the perspective I get to have now, which is really humbling. But like I said, like success means something different to me now. And that feels so nice. I don't have this pressure this weight on me every day to just make more money, mark more money. Like that is, that's never been who I was. It never was why I started a business to begin with it. I don't, have you know aspirations to do to be a billionaire? I started this business so that I could support my family and stay home and not have to go to an office. And I've been able to do that, and I've been able to do that well. And so that's that's what success looks like now. Um, but it took a lot to get back to this, like this place. Um, so yeah, I feel like
0: when you. So we were having this conversation before I hit record and I was telling Erica, I've actually been having this conversation with quite a few women, this whole conversation around proving. And when I was speaking to another woman about this, I really got to the understanding that proving comes from a place of lack. Because proving, if you have to prove yourself, that means you're not good enough right now. That means you're not good enough just as you are. So inherently, you are in a place of lack. So if you're sitting there and you're, you're thinking like, well, one of the reasons that I want to make more money is because I want to prove to myself that I can do it. I want to prove to so-and-so that I can do it. You know, this other woman that I was talking to, she was like, I want to prove it to my mom. I want to prove it to my son. I want to prove it. And so we had this really deep conversation around, you have nothing to prove. Like you are worthy of the things you desire right now, just as you are, you have always been worthy of those things. There's really nothing to prove. And when you feel like there's something to prove you, number one, are giving your power away to someone else or to circumstances, you're putting yourself into a place of lack immediately. And I even went as far to, to say, I feel like proving now that I understand it is a really, really superficial reason to do what you do. Like it's not good enough. (laughs) Like that's not a good enough reason to go after what you want, because that is going, that's never going to fuel you in the way that is necessary to achieve the things you desire. And it's going to hold you hostage. I told this woman, I said, when you let go of proving and you understand that you are perfect just as you are, you are worthy just as you are, you are good enough just as you are, that is when you become free. That is that is true freedom. It's, I don't have anything to prove. I don't care what you think about me. I don't care what you think about me. The thing that matters most is what I think about me. And as long as I'm good with me, I'm good. Like, as long as I'm good with me. And that is true freedom. And when you And then when you let go of that, you can dive into, okay, if that's not the reason I'm doing this, why am I really doing this? And I know you talked about like reconnecting to that reason. And I was able to reconnect to that reason through Past clients reaching out to me and sharing their wins that they're still getting, you know, years after we've worked together, and clients coming back and wanting to work with me again after already working with me for over a year. It's like, this is what I started this business for. So I feel like once you let go of that, you can really explore why am I doing this? You can find your deeper reason why. And that's going to be the reason. That fuels you and brings you forward. And when you let go of proving, you're creating a foundation to build upon that's rooted in overflow and abundance already. Like when you let go of that, you are starting from a place of overflow. You're starting from a place of abundance because you're not in lack, like you're not in that state of mind. And so this really is such like a huge, huge, huge topic to address. And I feel like it is going to come up at some point. And whether you decide to just push through, or whether you decide to actually address it, it takes, I've started saying this, I'm like, as I dive deeper into inner work and human design and shadow work, I'm like, this work takes so much courage, so much courage, so much bravery, so much trust, so much surrender. Like this work is Mm -hmm. infinitely more challenging than freaking figuring out an email strategy. Like, like oh, like agree. this is like, like you have to be so brave to go down this path and courageous because there's unknown, there's unknown, there's uncertainty. You don't know where you're going to end up. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to come, come up. So you have, you have to trust. And that is a really scary thing for very ambitious driven women, because typically we like, control. We like to be in control. We like to have a plan. We like to know what's going to happen. We like to feel like if we do this step and this step and this step and this step, then we're going to get this result.
1: And that's not the case with this. (laughs) No. And I think that that for me is it's so interesting because that for me is part of the re- reason I can reconnect with the work that I do. I mean, I'm not as much of a mindset coach as you are, but I do a lot of mindset work with my my clients. I mean, there, that's a lot of it. I'm major mass vast majority of it, and I know that having a mentor or somebody there who can support you through the chaos of this work and the stress of it. And just like you said, the unknown is so fundamentally important. I mean, otherwise you're out on an Island and you're thinking you're going crazy and you're the only one doing it. So I think for me, it's like, I need to be in this, I need to be in this seat again so that I can support women who are actively doing this work because I know how scary it can be to just like let go and trust that there's a bottom <laughs> there's something there that's going to catch you um and so that's definitely been something that I can like I can reconnect to because I love it I love doing this work but now going through this whole I guess I've done the shadow work it, it is knowing to have somebody there to hold my hands through through it would have changed everything um, it would have just given me uh, it would have it probably I probably would have gone through it, but it probably would have maybe just been a little more compressed and not taken a year. <laughs> maybe I could have gotten through it a little bit faster. That would have been nice. But yeah, that's so important. And I think I was listening to something the other day, and it was just like so it reminded me of all of the messiness that I've been through with with doing this work. This is a normal human experience, especially when you're committed to becoming the best version of yourself. I mean, you're going to come up against old traumas and you're going to come up against things that, you know, that are just affecting you and blocking you in the way that you think. And that's, Yeah, that is scary, but it is almost a rite of passage to get through that messy middle because you can say, like I said before, now I get to shine my light a little bit brighter because that darkness was so dark. And now I get to come out the other side and be like, I've gone through some shit. Um, and I get to, you know, use that in my experience to, to help support other people, whether it be in my business or in my relationship, you know, like these things have come through in my marriage or in parenting. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a new perspective that I thought maybe six months ago, I would never have again of like, you know, just falling apart, but now doing the work and committing to it has definitely helped me get, get that perspective back. And it's, I'm so grateful for that.
0: And I think you hit the nail on the head when you were talking about how this work is not linear. You know, we tend to look at business at least in this industry as needing to be linear as just this, you know, constant increase, constant steady increase up. And you know i've had the pleasure i've i've been fortunate enough to grow up in a family that was business owners you know my father is still a business owner my husband we now own a business his dad owned a business so it always was interesting to me how this industry was so focused on that because that was never something i saw in other industries it's normal to go up and down. It's normal to have those fluctuations. And yet, for some reason, in the coaching industry, we don't think that's normal. And that can look and feel like failure. Mm -hmm. And if I've learned one thing, it's that really nothing is failure. And just because you have a dip doesn't mean you can't skyrocket later. You know, like I I took, I let go of my business this year. I completely let go. I have not made that much money this year. That was intentional. It was not a focus. And I am 100% okay with that. That does not diminish the previous two six-figure years that I had. It doesn't mean that I can't help anyone else create that. And it sure as heck doesn't mean that I can't create it again. Like I have every intention of creating that plus more from a much healthier place moving forward. But I think the past version of me who hadn't done this work would have been like, that's it. Like I'm done. That's like, it's over. That's failure. Like I, nobody's going to want to work with me because guess what? I didn't make as much money this year, but the wisdom and the knowledge and the experience that has come out of that, I think makes me an infinitely better coach and mentor. Like I agree. What You learn in the process. Wouldn't you rather, and this can, I'll let you interject and then we can read it like segue into hiring a coach. Like, because we've yeah. both had our successes and are not so <laughs> not yeah. so much successes with hiring people. Wouldn't you rather hire a coach that's been through a lot than hire someone who's like,
1: my business has been great. It's just gone up.
0: You know, I fired that person and it
1: wasn't that great. <laughs> hey, I have hired that person too. And it was a lot of money for a lot of nothing because there's not this type of work. And this type of work is really the difference maker. And like, honestly, if you look anywhere, Anywhere in uh religion, um, science, personal development, the idea of having the right mindset is the message across the board. I mean, it's in the Bible, it's in the Quran, it's in like Albert Einstein, like they people are have been talking about having the right mindset forever and ever and ever. And I agree. I would rather learn from somebody who has immersed themselves in the stuff that they're teaching, rather than somebody who has just suc- succeeded. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, props to them. But I also am <laughs> like, yeah, what have you? What do you have to teach me? And I've I've kind of gone through that. I'm like, yeah, not 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 much. I already already knew all that. Like, it's a I feel almost like I have a badge of honor now. Like, yeah, I've done this. And like, I, you know, me, I'm incredibly vulnerable about all of my crap and I put it out there for people. And that's the type of stuff that people connect with on me. Like with me is like, oh yeah, I've done that too. Or I feel that, or I understand what what you're saying here. Like being vulnerable is my superpower. And it's definitely, this whole experience has given me like so much perspective, but it's also given me like human connection to people that have been able to go through that as well. And it, yeah, I mean, I I can totally relate to you. I literally told two or three of my clients earlier this year, I'm done coaching. I'm going to close, close the doors to my coaching business. And I was going to go through with it. And there was a whole thing and something happened. I even applied for a job and somehow my, the universe and God would not let me (laughs) give up and I'm grateful I didn't, but yeah, I kind of just threw my hands in the air and said, whatever, like this isn't, I'm not, I'm not meant to do this anymore. Um, the truth is I know I'm meant to do this and it's just, I had to get through all the crap to, to come back the other side. So,
0: and you know, we're not saying that strategy is not important because Erica does teach a lot of strategy. She's, Fantastic at that. And I think there is (laughs) a time and a place for that, you know, 100%, because we don't know what we don't know until we learn it from somebody. And so, what we're saying is so often we hyper focus on that Mm -hmm. and then we implement that. And maybe that works. Maybe it works and it's working and it's great. But at some point, you are going to hit a point where something just doesn't quite work the way you want it to, or, you know, like things kind of stagnate. And then that mental piece comes in. And if you don't have someone supporting you that has navigated something like that, you are SOL (laughs) (laughs) for real, because I, and I will, I will preface this with, I believe that Every coach I hired, I hired for a reason and has taught me something, Yeah, whether that be good or bad. I've, I've hired people where I'm like, yeah, that did not teach me the thing that I thought it was going to teach me, but I learned, I sure as heck learned from Mm -hmm. that. But I remember one specific individual that I hired and I just felt like there was no substance behind The strategy. There was no, and to her defense, I, I honestly don't think she knew, like, I don't think she, she knew the strategy very well, but there was nothing beyond that. There was no depth to it. There was no, when the strategy wasn't working, there was no, she, she couldn't explain She couldn't coach me through why it wasn't working for me. And so it was very, it felt very superficial. And not to say that she wasn't a great coach for other people. At just at that point in my journey, that's not what I needed. And I hired that person for the wrong reasons. I hired Mm -hmm. that person because that person said, I make this much money and I can teach you how to make that much money. And so I guess my piece of advice when you're looking into hiring a mentor, because I truly believe like Erica said, like mentors are so important. And I have taken a break from uh one-on-one mentorship this year, but I have been immersed in mentorship of different forms. So I did, you know, this extensive course that was 100% mentorship. It was just a different form of mentorship. And I truly believe now I have, I watch people, For quite a while. And I want to make sure that they're going to be a really good fit for me. Like, I don't want to hire them just because they're making a certain amount of money, that that's not the mindset anymore. I believe if they're the right fit, and they're teaching something that I want to learn, then I have the foundation now to be able to implement that to be successful. They're never responsible for my success ever. I'm 100% responsible for my own success, but I have become very good at looking and watching and seeing and understanding and and being like, that person just doesn't feel like the right person for me at this point. Even if they can teach me something that I need to learn, there's just something about it that doesn't feel right. And the other thing I, I recently decided as a mom is I will never, well, I should never say never. I do not think I will ever hire a mentor that is not a mom because it's just a different, it's just, it's, I have had mentors in the past that were not moms who were fantastic, but there's just something that doesn't quite connect. And I'm not saying that if you're not a mom, you're not great. (laughs) I'm just saying that like, it's really hard to understand motherhood when you're not in motherhood, no matter how much you think you can understand it and how much you can speak to it. It's just one of those things that like if you haven't gone through it you just can't
1: <laughs> like you just no, you can't, can't. No, it's, it's totally true and i i agree with that for sure i agree with everything you have like there is there is just um it, the other thing i wanted to add to is like there's this belief or maybe maybe it's something i just saw and continue i i continue to see it maybe this isn't a universal thought but like There are people out there charging and I'm I'm not somebody to pick on pricing. Like you, you charge what you feel you can charge and and is valuable, but there are people out there charging a ton of money and that sets a, you know, that puts out a belief or makes the consumer believe that because you are an ex, you know, you're charging that much that you are that valuable and I don't I think the we have to take the investment out of it and go back to what you were saying where it's is this somebody I connect with? Is this somebody who I feel like I could learn from because you could learn from somebody charging. $500, you could learn more from that person than the person charging $5,000. If you are open, you're in the right place in your journey and, and you connect with the, that person. Like I just have, there was a point in time where I thought I needed to pay more to make more or to pay more to learn more. And I just don't think that's the case. It's just not true. I mean, It just isn't at my pricings, my price reflects what I think is fair in the market, what I think is worth my value for sure. But I'm just not comfortable with the idea of always raising your prices to exude this idea that you are some kind of, you're better than other coaches. I just like that makes me incredibly uncomfortable. It's not fair to the consumer. So as a like (laughs) consumer advocate in the coaching industry, do your homework, never like, don't ever like choose somebody because they are expensive. That's just not what you should do. I've bet I have done that and it was a horrible, horrible mistake financially and mentally and just business wise. It was just a bad, bad investment. So I just wanted to put that out there too.
0: Yeah, I think we inherently believe that if someone is charging more, that means they're better, and they have more expertise and more wisdom. And that's not necessarily the case. I think that money is just money and you can charge whatever you want. And there are people who have done a lot of mindset work and they're like, you know what? I feel like this is what I'm worth and this is what I'm going to charge. And there are people who will pay that. And that's fantastic. And we get to charge whatever we want to charge. And, you know, people will, will either pay it or not pay it. And there is a lot of mindset work to be done around charging what you feel like is value for you, you know, charging the right price. For you. But there are other things that come into play with charging. You know, you could be a fantastic coach who charges very little, who doesn't market themselves very well, and you only have a few clients. And so that could lead into your mindset that, like, I can only charge this much because I don't have many clients. You could have someone who's really, really good at sales, really good at sales, and they book up with clients and then they have a wait list. And so their way of, like, kind of weeding people out, if you will, because Time is money, and you only have so so much time. (laughs) Yeah. Might be to raise their prices. And, you know, I think there's just, yeah, I think it's a dangerous road to go down to think that just because someone's charging more means that they're inherently better. Because I think we both have experienced that. I've, I've charged way less for certain people who were way more impactful for me in that point in my life. So, yeah. I guess my message is you can charge whatever you want to charge. And what I charge, some people would look at and be like, Oh my God, that is so much money. I can't believe she charged that. And there are some people who would look at that and be like, that's nothing like, and you can make inferences based on those observations. So the person who's like, that's nothing could think like, she must not be good enough for me. She must not have the wisdom and the experience and the knowledge. And maybe I don't, you know, maybe I don't for them at that point in their journey, but Maybe I do. And that's just a belief that they have. And and same with the flip side. It can go either way. And so I think what we're both saying is that don't hire somebody based on money. Like don't hire them based on, well, if they're charging more, that means they're going to inherently be better. Yeah. It may be because there are some coaches that are truly phenomenal. So much wisdom, so much experience have created so much success and are charging a a lot of money, Mm -hmm. but they back it up. Like they, they're good. Like they are fantastic. And so if that's what they're charging, that's what they're charging. So yeah, I think it's, it's a, it's a fine line that we walk, but just because someone charges less doesn't mean they're Worse, and just because someone charges more doesn't inherently
1: mean that they're better. There's so much more to look yeah. at. And on the flip side, like don't not hire someone because of money. Like if you connect, there's so like that, that's obviously a factor into what. Like if you can afford them, I mean, I've gone into debt to hire people, and that I think put a a block on me to actually do work because I was so stressed about that. So that wasn't healthy for me. But at the same time, if you're, if you're like really like, it, it, it's something, you know, it's something, it's a tool. So don't not hire someone because of their cost. It, I just don't think money should be the like forefront decision maker for this industry.
0: Yes. Just, yes. So we're saying... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> look beyond the money, like mm-hmm. look beyond the money, do your Absolutely. research, just make sure it's the right fit for you because we've, we've all made impulse decisions <laughs> that we then look back on and are like, well, that probably wasn't the best idea, but that also, you know, there, again, there's so much that factors into this because I feel like when I hired Um, This one specific coach, I was at a point where I felt like, again, like I was doing something wrong. I needed to, like, I needed to fix me like I wasn't where I wanted to be because I was doing something wrong. And I needed someone to show me what I was doing wrong. And to fix me so that I could make more money. And so I wasn't in the right mental place really to hire someone at that point either. (laughs) Like, so yeah, there's just a lot that goes into this. And again, it is, it's such an inner journey to understand yourself, understand why you are the way you are, understand what's happened in your past that, you know, subconsciously you bring forward and it's, it's a wild ride, you guys. It is a it wild is. wild ride.
1: It is. I think the the about, about to quit and applying for full-time job situation in my life was just a very good reminder that as much as this is a wild ride, entrepreneurship is totally worth it. Um and like you said to to before, like because I am an entrepreneur, I am growing as a person that like, I never would have been able to in my nine to five job. Like I just, that per I, that girl I look at from five years ago, I, I don't recognize her at all. And all of that growth has happened because of this journey. And so, yeah, it's freaking hard and it's miserable at times. And yet at the same time, it's completely worth it. Totally worth it. 100% worth it.
0: Like I would, I would not, do anything else. It's funny. I never got to the point of applying for another job. But I did have well, I had a moment this summer. And this was a secret desire of mine. And I feel like this is kind of why this all played out is I secretly desired to just not work. And I am blessed to be in a situation where I don't have to work. And but yet I still always worked. And a lot of it was related to that proving, but part of me letting go of the business was to show myself, to learn that I was okay without it. Like I was, I could still be happy. I was still valuable. I was still, you know, abundant. I was still all of these things without it. And that was my way of kind of working through that. But I also had this secret desire to just like not work. I have- always worked. And I was an entrepreneur through both of my children's pregnancies, births, baby life, all of that jazz. And there just was this deep desire within me to just like exhale, to just like not feel that pressure. And so I basically became like a stay at home mom, which is the most challenging job, honestly. Like I feel like- (laughs) I had that conversation with someone else too the other day. I was like, oh my gosh, that is like staying at home with your children when they're little is beyond challenging. Uh But I was like, I just wanna, that's just what I wanna do. And I allowed myself to do that. And in doing that, I figured out that I like to work. Like like I actually like to work. So I don't have to work, but I like to work. And I like to do these things, but now it's coming from a place, like I said, of understanding why i do what i do and where that's coming from and it's not coming from this place of lack and this place of not feeling good enough it's just it's just a completely different place but sometimes you you know the other thing i looked at at that point was i was like you know what i just want to work for somebody else like i just was mm-hmm. fed up with like constantly feeling like i needed to get new clients and sell and i was like i'm just just over it. Like I'm just over it. And I was like, I just want to, I just want to help someone else. Like, I just want to help someone else build their business. And as I kind of navigated this and not to say that that um, may not be something that happens in the future in some way, but I started to think about like the perks of entrepreneurship. And I was like, Oh fudge. Like if I work for someone else, like I don't have full control over my schedule. I don't have, I can't just travel whenever I want. I can't, you know, like all of a sudden, like all the things that are so amazing about entrepreneurship, like made themselves appear in my awareness
1: again. And I was like, Oh yeah. Like so oh, yeah. The, exact same thing. <laughs> the exact same When I, when I applied for that job, I remember even calling my mom and being like, this is the best I'm going to love it, you know, almost convincing myself and her that this is what I was like excited to do the next week, both my kids got sick and I was like, wait, am I supposed to take a job and how am I supposed to do this? How am I supposed to be home with my kids when they're sick? Like, this is exactly the reason why. I quit my job five years ago so that I could be with my kids and not worry about PTO and, and having kids, you know, sick and being there to be able to pick them up and drop them off and at school and stuff like that. And it it was the same thing. It was like perspective just came back to me on like, yeah, there's a really hard side of this, but the, the, the beauty of it that outweighs it so much more. So and you can say that because
0: you've been through the dark. Like we've both been through ah. that. So we can sit here with that perspective and say, mm-hmm. I wouldn't do anything else. Like this is it. So you guys, yeah, it's a wild ride. It is a wild ride. There are high highs. I mean, Erica and I have celebrated huge months mm-hmm. in our businesses. Like, We've celebrated money. We've celebrated travel. We've celebrated freedom. We've celebrated success. And we've experienced like the low of like, I'm not making, you know, I'm stagnant. I'm not making the money anymore. I'm dealing with all of these mindset things. I'm going down this path. I'm, I've made a choice that I'm not regretting, but like, it was not the right choice for me in that moment. And, We've been there too. And I think we're both sitting here saying, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have done it any different. Probably like, I wouldn't be the person <laughs> I am. I wouldn't be this person. And and I love this person. And I know you love the person you are. And how could you say you wouldn't be this person without it? So how could you say you wouldn't want to do it? So it's worth it, guys. If you want to become the best version of yourself, And go on this wild, crazy ride where you figure out who the heck you are and you go to the depths of your soul and you uncover things that are super uncomfortable about yourself. A lot of times that's what shadow work is. It's really looking at like the parts of yourself that you would rather not look at. That's why it's called the shadow because we suppress them into the subconscious because They're the parts of ourselves that, you know, society, if you will, um, says are bad, but if you're willing to go there, like there is so much beauty that comes out of this. And guess what? You can make however much money you want along the way. You can create freedom, you can travel, you can, and you're going to turn into like the most beautiful person. (laughs) So do it. trust,
1: (laughs) Trust the process. That's a roundabout way of saying it's great. <laughs> it is great. It's, it's hard and great. And I think anything that's really great, I think there's like a saying in like the Navy SEALs or something, like anything worth doing is worth overdoing. It's the same here. Like anything worth doing is like doing it all the way. Do it all the way. And all the way requires this, the crappy side of it. It really does. It, it's all of it. All of it makes it what it is. So
0: yes, well, this has been such a wonderful conversation. How can all of these ladies that have listened, how can they connect with you? Give them all your details.
1: Yeah, I mean, usually I'm on Instagram at Erica E-R-I-C-A-J Gregory. Um, you can find me there. I am, you know, always looking and enrolling um for new clients. If you're looking for a one-on-one business coach, I'm happy to like, you know, do a, what I call a breakthrough session to see if we connect. I always like to get on the, uh, like a free call together just to make sure we connect because it's both ways. Um, so just shoot me a DM or follow me. And, you know, I just have a lot, a lot of fun kid content on there too. Cause I'm a mom of two as well. So, um, yeah, that's the best place is over there on Instagram.
0: Okay, well, I will be sure to include Erica's Instagram link in the show notes. If you guys loved this episode, please let us know, leave a rating and review, leave a rating and review. I would so appreciate that. You can also shoot both of us a DM and let us know what resonated with you. If you had any breakthrough moments, any aha moments throughout this episode, but we love hearing to you or hearing from you. We love chatting with you. And so you can head on over to Instagram or leave that rating and review. And that is what we've got for you today. So I will talk to you guys at our next episode. See you later. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, had a breakthrough or an aha moment, be sure to share it with me through a rating and review on iTunes. Ratings and reviews are what help the podcast reach more women who want to create more success and wealth with more ease. If you aren't already following me on social media, be sure to follow me at Lauren underscore Francois for more tips, wisdom, and behind the scenes content. And don't forget to check out the show notes for any links referenced and the current ways we can work together. Thank you so much for being here. And I can't wait to connect in our next episode.